is critical to advance past praise to worship. That will be what I'm going to be talking about. Now, if we're going to start off in Daniel chapter three, and I'm going to actually pull it up because, um, and I'll probably be paraphrasing as well, but it talks about King Nebuchadnezzar and he was something else. He was something else. And it said that uh, basically, I'm just going to go ahead and just read third, uh, Daniel 3, uh, verse 15. And it's basically, he's he told them, the three Hebrew boys, or he told them that they got to fall down and worship this golden image that he had erected, or you're going to be put in a burning, fiery furnace. And uh, in Daniel 3 and 15, it says, now, if you be ready that at what time you hear the sound of the truth, Cornet, flute, harp, sackbuck, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music. Ye fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye should be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that should deliver you out of my hands? You see that threat. A threat against a worshiper. All right. The thing about it is he wanted them. He knew there was a worshiper, but he wanted them to worship what he had erected, what he had created. And 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 we all worship someone, some things, but we got to direct our worship to God. Amen. And and they actually was put in there because they was going to bow down to nothing but Jehovah God. And they were put in that fiery furnace that was meant to kill them. But I believe because of their obedience that they was willing to die because they refused to worship anything other than God. That's why Jesus showed up. Amen. And so many times the people of this world or things, demonic forces against us want us to take our mind and our love off of God. It's so many distractions in the world. It's so many uh, things that, that are seducing and, and tempting. But we have to always stick with what the script says. He told us don't worship nobody, no idol, nothing but him. Amen. So, yes, I'm gonna hit you real quick. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 11. Okay, now this computer want to act up. In Deuteronomy 11, verse 1, Therefore thou shalt love the Lord 
thy God and keep his charge and his statutes and his judgments and his commandments always, always. Not when, not when we feel like it, not when somebody, you know, cause some people <laughs> in, in the uh, building, <laughs> in the church building, you know, they, they want to uh, always, or sometimes they perceive that your worship should be a certain way, that your praise should be a certain way, because nobody can teach you how to praise God. Nobody can teach you how to worship God. It comes from having that relationship. That's what worship worship is birthed out of the relationship, the love that you have for God. And sometimes people, you, you're not praising him the right way, or you got to go do it this way and that way. No, I have to praise him like he's instructing me to God. Can, see, see, God teaches all things. That's what the Bible says. The Holy Spirit, he teaches all things that pertain unto life and to godliness. And being godly is worshiping him, is worshiping him. And, and, and I was also looking at this and I was like, why is it, you know, important to worship God? First of all, it's being obedient and, and going back to Deuteronomy eleven sixteen, it says, take heed to yourself that your heart be not deceived and ye turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. Now, to serve means to worship. It also means that your labor or your work and to worship means to bow down, to reverence or be prostrate. And it's like you're being under the authority of a being of something. When you worship God, you are bound down to him. You're reversing him. You're, you're coming up under the umbrella of all of his benefits. And we know because we done tried everybody and anything, and we know they is <laughs> nothing in comparison to our God. And, and another thing is a worshiper got to be deceived to turn aside. It has to be some form of deception in there because the enemy can say, oh, this right here and this right here. But it's like he always got to turn, you know, turn the truth into a lie but check this out okay jesus in luke 4 and 1 it says and jesus being full of the holy spirit look at that i, I just want to point something out real quick full of the holy spirit that can be a prayer of ours. That can be a desire of ours to be full of the Holy Spirit. He returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And that's why I said that the other day. It's like sometimes we think it's the enemy or we think it's the flesh. And, and we just really got to discern it. You know, when God is doing something, even though it may not seem like it's a good thing or it's a blessing, Sometimes he tests us. Sometimes he put us in situations and things to show us ourselves because he already know us. Amen. So this said Jesus, he was being tempted 40 days. Every day, 40 days. 
while he was fasting. Can, can you just imagine that? Just being tempted every day. You know how he'll pop off here, pop off there every day, every day, every day. He was being tested by the devil. And the devil said unto him, that's why I say, you know, when the devil speaks to us, when them voices come, we need to speak back to him. Amen. Speak the word of God to him. So the devil said, if, first of all, Jesus knew who he was, but the devil said, if, cause he trying to throw some doubt in there. And, and sometimes the devil will come to us and say, well, if God is a healer, why are you sick? If God is going to supply all your needs, why you can't make me uh, uh, ends meet? You see what I'm saying? He, he would tempt. It ain't no if about it. It ain't no if, ands, or buts about it. God is God and he still is who he always been. Amen. So yes. the devil told Jesus, if thou be the son of God, command this stone that it be made into bread. See, he was tempting him because Jesus, like I said, he wasn't eating anything. He was fasting 40 days. So the enemy was trying to tempt him where, where it would seem like it's a weakness. What it seemed like it was a need that he needed. He needed this. And Jesus answered him saying, it is written. Thou should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Okay. So he passed that test. Why? Because he's speaking a word. He's okay. Yeah. Give me a piece of that steak. <laughs> let me let me go ahead because I do got the power. See, see, we got to understand this. He had the power to do what he wanted to do. He could have turned that stone to bread. He got the power. He's the son of God. He is God. Just like sometimes we have the power to do things. And, and sometimes it's like <laughs> I got the power to to uh, use profanity against somebody that used profanity against me. But I know I that that's not right. That's not holy. That's not beneficial for me. So it's like we got to do Amen. what's right. We got to do what is written. So Jesus told him that. Okay. So then it says the devil taking him up into a high mountain showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. Now we know that the devil, he is the um, prince of the air. Okay. He showed him all this. Okay. He said, all this power will I give thee. Do y'all understand that he is omnipotent? God is omnipotent. He That power don't come from no spirit. It don't come from nobody but God. Power mm -hmm. belongs unto God. And he's the one that gives us power. He give us, and the Bible says he give us power to tread on serpents. The devil is a serpent and Amen. over all the power of the enemy. So we got to understand because there's some people that are ignorant. They don't think the enemy has have power, but he does have power. He just don't have all power. Amen. So the devil Amen. said, all this power I'm going to give to you and the glory for that is delivered unto me and to whom, whomsoever I will give it. If thou Therefore, will worship me. All of this will be thine. You see how twisted that is. You see how things of this world want us to bow down to it. And it promises something. 
if you do this, look, if you, if you, if you get yourself together, if you, if you do this and do that, you can get a man. That's, that's how uh, 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 some people be saying, if you do this, you can get this. If you do this, if you steal, you can get this. If you twerk hard enough, you can get this. You can get her man. You can get his man. Cause you see men, men got men now and women got women. You can get this and the other. If you do something, a blessing is a blessing when it's done in obedience. Cause when somebody sin or do something wrong, it's not a blessing from God. When you had to operate outside of the character of God to get something. Okay. Jesus answered and said unto him, get thee behind me, Satan. He called him out. He called him by his name. Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written. He said it again. It is written. He won't come in. He could, he could have gave him his opinion, but he said, it is written. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God in him. Only shall thou serve. He wasn't having it. He wasn't going for it. And a lot of times people be, they be taking what they call the wooden nickels. They be, they be taking that rubbish, but he want us to worship him and him alone. Worship. Worship him. Worshiping is critical. It's critical to worship God. And so we got to get, we have to advance past praise to worship because anybody can praise God and praise is based on really what he done done for you. But what if he don't do anything? Are you still going to worship him? You still going to say, I love you. I, I, I magnify you. You are God. You are holy. You are the king of king, the Lord of lords. You are the bishop and the lover of my soul. I just thank you for you. And a lot of, you know, sometimes people think love is attached to giving, which it is. But sometimes can you just receive my love? I shouldn't have to pay for love. I shouldn't have to give you a gift for love. I shouldn't have to do this and do that and bend over backwards to receive love. That's manipulation. God said, you know why I love you so much? I'm going to step out first. I'm going to give my only begotten son. I'm going to give a life so you can live. Praise him. I'm going to give a life, a sacrificial life. He did not sin. He came through flesh. To deliver us, to, to help us, to save us, to love on us, to show us what love really is. Because it's not what the world say it is. That's not love. What, what the world say it is, because they'll say they love you right now. And in three minutes, they're ready to cut you off. They're ready to backstab you. They're ready to set you up. They're ready to be with somebody else. Love is love is uh patient. Love is kind. I'm in in, in first Corinthians 13. Love don't boast itself, love is not selfish. Love is long suffering because see, when you really love somebody, you ain't there when, when the sun is shining, when they always up. Love is there 
what what the, the marriage vows say through sickness and health, through richer or poor. Love is that because if you think about it, God is love, Jesus is love, and He done been through many things with us, with us. When we mm. was down, <laughs> all the way down, mm. hanging on by a straight a, a, a thread. He said, I'm, I'm not leaving you nor forsaking you. I don't care what you go through. I don't care how low you go. Hallelujah. How wretched you become. Thank you, Lord. Look at that. That's some, that's some love right there. That's some love. That's why can't nobody compare. Can't nobody put themselves up against God. Can't nobody love right. like him. That's some love. Thank you, Lord. Some love that would dry your tears. Some love that will give you peace. That will mend your heart. Amen. That will for, He said he would forgive us of all of our sin. Love. And love. And that's what he's he just just worship me. Just, just worship. Worship me. Worship me. Don't put none above me. Okay. Psalm 81. Verses 8 through 10. Hear, O my people, and I will testify unto thee, O Israel. If thou will hearken unto me, there should be no strange God be in thee. Neither should thou worship any strange God. I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide and I will fill it. I used to pray that right there all the time that when I opened my mouth, I said, Lord, I'm going to open my mouth wide and I want you to fill it because I don't want to give nobody what you didn't give me. He said, you don't need no fake God, no strange God. Amen. Have you doing strange things, hanging out with strange <laughs> people? Come on now. Having strange thoughts. He said, I'm the God. You see, see, when you was in Egypt, you was thinking strange. You was living strange. But he brought us out of Egypt. Amen. And check this out. In order for him to bring us out of anything, he had to come in there with us. He had to come in Egypt, a place of bondage. Sometimes it's physical. Sometimes the bondage is emotional. Sometimes it's spiritual. But he said, I brought you out of it. They nobody else bring. See, see, see. That's how you know when somebody's really down for you. They'll come up in some stuff. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> They'll come up in there with 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 the mentality to rescue, to make you better, to bring you up, to dust you off, to love on you. <laughs> why, 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 why you stinking? Come on, love on. Lord Jesus. Okay. Now, my last thing I'm going to talk about is in John chapter four. John chapter four. And this is about the Samaritan woman. And, you know, Jesus basically checked her because uh, he was talking about uh, uh, the woman at the well. He was talking about how she had five husbands. And so immediately she changed the subject, talking about worshiping. <laughs> That's that's how you know people. Some people not right because it's like uh, okay, we we having a conversation and it's just one subject, 
And when you when when somebody avoids to answer something, it's like, first of all, if we're having a conversation, you can just say, I don't want to answer that. But some people, they just change the whole subject and talk about something else like somebody forgot. But anyway, Jesus said, okay, let me go and address that, which is you can change the subject. <laughs> so he said in verse 20, our fathers worship. Oh, she said, our fathers worship in this mountain. And you say, see, see, look at that. Our fathers. What about you, woman? Our fathers worship in this mountain. And you say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said unto her, woman, believe me, the hour cometh when you should neither worship in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem. Worship the father. You worship not what ye worship. You know not what. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews, but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth for the father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Let's back up to 23. The father seeketh. He's seeking, he's looking, he, he's, he's intentionally trying to find some worshipers and seek it is interpreted as desire or require. Man. So he is requiring such to worship him because it's a way to worship him. And he tells us God is a spirit. God is not a man. He's not your boo. He's not your sugar mama, your sugar daddy. He said he's a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And this spirit is interpreted as our human spirit. Because we are a spirit. We're not the flesh. We're not the mind. We are a spirit. And so it's like, you know, it's not about carnality. Because it is a way that we can go past the outer court, past the inner court, and get in the holies of holies and get in his face. Worship him in spirit and in truth. And just be transparent because he already know. He know the baggage. He know he know what's going on. He know what's going to go on, what's going to go on next year. He already know it's no surprise to him because Amen. the Bible said he's the first and the last, the beginning and the end. And he knows the ending from the beginning before, before Lord. Genesis was written. God already know. That's why the Bible says that it, our lives have been predestined. Thank you, Lord. Before the destination, <laughs> before the end result, Amen. Praise God. You, you see, you see what I'm saying. Before you know whatever you know, like a, an equation, when it equals, it equals an ending result. So it's before all of that, before your mama and your daddy. Yeah, but right. be, before all of that, before Abraham and Sarah. Before Amen. Adam and Eve, he already had it planned. He had it planned. Amen. And so this right here is not trying to pursue a title. 
It's not trying to be an apostle, a bishop, a pastor, a prophet, an evangelist, a teacher. It's not trying to be in, in, in any of that. This is a worshiper. Because before we can do any of all that calling, he said he's he not seeking out no apostles. He's seeking out a worshiper. Because some apostles are not worshipers. That, that's what he's seeking. So it's like, you know, and sometimes we, we get so caught up in trying to be our best at something. But it's like if we're lacking in worship, we got to get that right because it's backwards. Because if you think about it, when you get in that place or when we get in that place of worshiping him, we won't be confused. We won't be ignorant. We won't be lacking because he's going to let us know what we need to know. He's going to let us know how to do it. When he gives us an, an assignment, he's going to give us that assignment step by step. Amen. And we need to obey. We need to obey it. Amen. It's like, well, God, you said, yeah, he said it. But, but the thing about it is God can show us something that can happen 20 years from now. It can happen 20 years from now. But if we don't follow that, we can miss it. If we don't follow those directions. Amen. So this is about worship. It is critical to advance past praise to worship.